Welcome to Keeping It Real Politically, a show that's streamed every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on atltalks.com, which is on iHeartRadio. I am your host, Antonio Hicks. In today's discussion, it's about getting fame and notoriety from friends and family and from those around you in the community that you serve with if they are not sharing your content and pushing you out to help you get that notoriety. Joining in today's discussion is Reverend Darius Butler, someone running for Congress in Georgia's 8th Congressional District, and Emily Leslie, a political consultant. Thank you all for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the show. So that puts a lot of gray hair in my head. But other than that, hey, I'm good. How about yourself? Um, I'm feeling the same way, too. Yeah, trying to get some, uh, yeah, it, that's the hardest thing, right? Trying to get some support. Because you don't get it where you think you should get it. Exactly. No, you're right. And that's the craziest thing in the world. We are supposed to, you know, we do this whole thing about all oh, supporting each other and making sure we come together, kumbaya, kumbaya. But then you never hear anything about it, especially when you actually you look at you rack up the favors and then you mm-hmm. never you never reap the benefits of those favors. Yeah, that's the uh, so interesting. This is why I want to talk about it today, because I, I, I heard you in one of your Instagram posts. Because I, I tend to ask people like, how 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 are you feeling? Because I, I did with one of my issues. I care a lot about people, right? As opposed, to I think about my own personal self. But um, Emily's at the door. Okay. The door locked. Yeah, my yeah, I think it does lock at six thirty, six o'clock or something like that. Yeah. So. Go ahead. Okay. So the concern I was gonna bring up to Darius while he runs out and do that is that. I was having a conversation with somebody online. Love her to death. She's an activist. She gets out in the street. She's very active. She marches for a lot of things. I think she worked on an Ossoff and a Warnock. Well, I think she worked on a Warnock campaign. But one of the, the, the conversations we were having was that she um, was saying that in order to win a race or win a race running against an incumbent, that you have to get more um, popular with people as opposed to, you know, when you're out, when you're running for office. But I'm like, but if you're not getting anything from the support from the people in general, like if, if how do you get popular if the people that's already popular aren't boosting your name up to get you out there? Because that's to me, that's how Warnock and Ossoff got as popular as they are today, is that they had people that was actually pushing their content on social media everywhere. They were boosting their name up. They, they had people working the ground game and people knocking on doors and stuff too. But you know, everybody lives online nowadays, especially you talking about during the whole it was start of the pandemic itself. So it's like if you don't have the support of people that you would expect to actually push your name out there, people that know who you are and they can vouch for you on what you actually out there doing, you working and how you are a legitimate candidate, or just anything, just you know, who your characteristic, who you are as, as a person then how do you get that notoriety? Because I'm like, if you're telling somebody that they should be popular and they, they have to work hard to get popular, like, but if, if somebody's already doing the work, then who quantifies what it means to do a ton of work? Who is the one telling the individual that they, um, what, what more they have to do if they're already being active in the street? And so that's been like one of my biggest frustrations when talking to individuals. So what I was saying was, when before you stepped away, you know, I was gonna come in and play like I've been here the whole yeah, time. Yeah, it's all good though. <laughs> it's all good. My, so I was talking to somebody online. What I seen about, mm-hmm. and she was saying that you, you know, you gotta work harder to get more popular. That's true. To have people show up for you, but I was like, but if you actually are out doing the work, and you that already have notoriety aren't talking about me in your own circles. Right. And the other people you're working with that knows who you are aren't talking about you in their circle. Right. Well, then how do you get more popular? Exactly. And that's the crazy thing. We scream, we're going to support people. Step out there. Take that step out on faith and we're going to be here for you. But then people leave you high and dry. And that's the disappointing part of it. But are they leaving you? I don't think, they, I don't think they're leaving you. They're there. Mm. Right. Valid point. Yeah. Valid point. Because they'll tell you how great you are. They'll tell you we appreciate you running. They'll tell you that we love you for the things that you do, the things that you say. But the actions never change. Yes. Yes, but you don't see any actions behind their own words. Mm. And that is a frustration. Like somebody told me that, you know, 
and I, I love her too. Like I talk to a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I, I listen. I don't matter how old I am. I'm 43 years old, but I still listen because I mean, you know, no matter how old you get, you still got to be. You still have yeah. feedback. You can never be like I know everything. Even exactly. though a lot of our seniors swear to God they know everything, mm-hmm. but they can't work this technology. Yeah, I'm trying opinion? to tell you. I, I season people. A I season. 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 Yeah. So, oh well, well traversed. I was called seasoned. Seasoned. Recently, yeah. Seasoned. Yeah. You call somebody called you. Somebody called you. Somebody called me seasoned. They were elderly. They were confused. They were confused. They were disrespectful. Sorry, I just came yeah. said. Yeah, they should have caught their coke in the face. I'm trying to tell you. You know what? <laughs> yeah. You call me seasoned. You call me seasoned. You call me But yeah, so it's. Not, and she did give me good advice. Mm-hmm. She was like, you know, you got to put out, start putting out more content mm-hmm. on all your other platforms. That, and I'm so when I get, I got frustrated with that to a little bit. I listened to her because mm-hmm. it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I already have those platforms set up. But see, and you tell me to do that, but you haven't done any research to come back and look and see what I already had going and say, okay, I see what you have. So if you want, my thing is, if you want to give me some tangible feedback. Mm-hmm. Then look into what I'm doing or what I've already established and say, tweak this, tweak that, right. and start adding more onto it. And I'll think it'll help you out. But it still goes back to what I was saying before, too, though, because this person is well known and they're not pushing out the content. content. But see, here's my biggest thing. I think it's a slap in the face that we have to battle or campaign on social media and these platforms. To me, I, I think that's the biggest downfall of. Really? Society, yes, to you. Well, yeah, but it is what it is. I just, I, mean, I, I, I gotta, hate it. Yeah, we all hate it, but it's just unnecessary. It's no, it's very necessary. Yeah, well, it's very necessary mm-hmm. because. Oh, so why is it necessary? That we platform that we campaign on social media. No, 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 no. Not we can battle why it out. Why social media? Oh, battle it out. Yeah. Oh, battle what? Oh, argument like you mean? No, I'm just saying the constant, well, the campaigning, but the constant back and forth of. Social media, for example, I'll give you a great example. Yeah, give me an example. Um, we talk. You talk about you were told to do more content, be more active on social yeah, media. I that's what it calls it. Yeah, be more content, do be more active on social media. Okay? Yeah, I told him that too. And so, you know, here I am trying to be more active on social media myself, trying to do more. And, and I noticed it. You noticed it. I Thank did you. actually, and Thank I actually you. was making a story about you, and I added some. Music in the background. Ooh, thank you. But I was like, this might be inappropriate. I don't know if this is no what you're looking thing. for. There's no such thing as inappropriate. Yeah, and then I was mind. like, you know, maybe I want to stay in line with this campaign. No, 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 no. You know? So I. The image is all right, over the place. It's going up. It's going good, up. Good. Go for it. Listen, all right, okay. I, I get a good laugh off, off of everything. So go for it. All but right. the problem is, is that why do we have to do that? Why is it that the message cannot be put out and amplified? Just through word of mouth, through all of the people who you have to have word of mouth. You say, why do you have to do posts on social media? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying the constant, constant. You have to be flooding on social media. That's where the, the biggest fundraising um, donations. No, come no, from. no, that's, no, that's no, not true. That's yeah, not yeah, true. no, I, yeah, no. I have to disagree with you on that. Okay. I think have now. I'm not that present on social media. Here's my battle with being present on social media, because when it comes, so I think you do have to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to be active. You have to make posts. But when it comes to like what I saw happen last time, social media can be toxic. Extremely. So especially when you're on Twitter. Right. So everybody wants to beat people down over policy. Mm-hmm. They want to beat people down about what some what uh, some what elected officials not doing. They want to beat people down about which some of this stuff is, is true right. about police brutality. They want to beat down about you know policies that people are pushing. So I'm like you know, if it's always so much negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And you want to keep negativity out of your campaign, mm-hmm. then what are you posting about? Right. Okay, well, can I, can I go for it? Okay, so the floor's yours. If you're if you're posting about, see, I don't deal with Twitter much, you know, because mm-hmm. you gotta have a real art for Twitter. Like, I think the most retweets I got was like three hundred and something, right? Who must my be nice. brother is amazing at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's good at it, but um. One thing that was useful about Twitter is you feed one message into amplifying rooms, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then it gets put out there. 
And you might catch something, and you get money. You might get donations. It's another form of income. No, I mean, I've got my donations from Twitter. However, yeah. however, it is toxic, and I don't think it's a place to state your case for office. I'm not going to vote for somebody or support them based on something they said on Twitter, really, Well, unless it's going to be, like, pretty controversial. Now, we've seen candidates, um, especially over the last five years, who were elected because of Twitter, because yeah. of the amplification of negativity mm-hmm. and of vitriol. Can we prove that it was only Twitter? No, it's not only. Not only, but, but it helps. But you said because of Twitter. Yeah, if you get yeah, if you get any kind of like, I think I think in general social I think in general social social media is used to amplify negativity over yeah, positivity. It is. Think about it is you get is. you get more if you go and put something messy, drama, yeah, foolishness on likes. Twitter, more likes, more retweets. Yeah. Everybody's it's talking about it. It's a visceral reaction. People give money and they vote based on how you feel. A visceral reaction will always bring more, yeah, good if, or bad. But if you post positive stuff, or you post even if you post things about that you've seen taking place across around the community that you want to make a change to, that I mean, it goes nowhere. But yeah. it also goes back. No, it doesn't. It, I mean, I'm telling you, if, if you gotta have, if you, if it's not something negative, like if I'm beating somebody down about a policy that's coming up, and I'm saying they don't care about y'all, they keep doing this and keep doing that, that'll get more attention to let's continue to push, let's walk. I even see walk on the whole marching and stuff, pissing me off. But uh, <laughs> getting out and um, doing anything right. in the community, right? You won't get as many likes or shares. But of then that goes not. back to the thing of the people that are already popular. They have thousands of people on their Twitter feed. That's how I think if they support you and they like you, they should use your content and boost it up and tell everybody to come and follow you. Of course. But that doesn't happen. At all. And they'll tell you, we want to see you do more work. And I was like, well, well God dang. You know, how much <laughs> you read? How much you already? Do, you know? Right. And it's, it's honestly, it's about, it's, and the way you use social media, one thing that I found, especially in campaigns, this is what I always do. And I think I'm still an admin of like four of these and they all, so there's probably about 6,000 people, Mm -hmm. right? Collectively. And they all are in alignment as far as being where their values are, how they vote. You know, they're more going to vote outside of someone who might be more establishment, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But you create a space Mm -hmm. and then you invite your supporters there. Mm -hmm. This way, your messaging is going to the people who are going to listen, invite their friends, and are highly motivated. It's about reaching the people who are actually going to do that and identifying them and making sure that they're involved in those spaces. Because if you're just yelling out into the wind, no one might hear it. But if you narrow it down to these rooms and you get thousands of people in there, mm-hmm. not only are you going to get monetized because you're going to get a lot of views when you do videos, but you will also be able to activate more people so when you do have action items when you do have a phone bank and you do need to get the word out when you do need lit drop when you need things done you're going to have volunteers that's where your volunteer base goes yeah that's what i'm saying that's it's, it's a necessary tool it is Build necessary your own thing though don't people saying oh yeah just push stuff out that's pointless no, 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 you gotta no, be right. real intentional about it but just but that's the thing too though you have to have people that support you so that you can't build up a team of people or group if you don't have people that already has a following to push your stuff as well, tell them to come and follow you. Because if you, you if you don't, you'll be dropping stuff out to the wind right. and just hoping somebody pick it up. That's why you build it and you collect them and you put them in yeah, one Yeah, but how spot. do you build it if you're not getting the support you of people organize. that... You organize. You, you know your neighbors, right? But, but that's, that's what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're you talking about. So if you have your neighbors... So this is what I always say about people are important. Mm-hmm. It's like this guy, uh, Eric Medina, here said, no matter how toxic uh, social media is, it's a necessary tool. I, and that's what we're saying. I agree with that. But the problem I have is, and I'm not putting nobody on blast today, is that the people, well, like I said before y'all came here, the people that should be supporting you, mm-hmm. the people that should stand behind you, that knows who you are, right? if they aren't even pushing your content out, what do you do? Do you yell at them? I mean, I look at it like this. You have Democratic chairs, you have elected officials, you have neighborhood watch organizers Mm -hmm. who know your character. They know the contents of your character. They say in your face, we want you to win, we want to see you win, we want to see you win. They don't donate one dime. They Mm -hmm. don't 
uh, retweet a post they and don't. And after read. your election, they come. They then they come back and say, "Oh, oh. but it's the same thing with small business too, though." Right. Like you can have a small business. Same thing. And it's the same thing. You don't get that little. The people in your circle are yeah. less likely to support you than the strangers out on the on the corner of the road. Right. And that's I think that's what can be really frustrating because the support group that you think you should have, which you should, technically speaking, you should have. You should. Like, that so, is always true, though. That is always true. Every single candidate ever. It's always they're always really disappointed. Because because the people they thought they could really count on, it always ends up being, like you said, the opposite. You yeah. Know? You know, you're not doing the most. I just had a you guy tell me the other day. Just share the stuff every now and then. I had well, a guy I mean, tell me the other day. Your friends and families would be doing, uh, like, but they don't. They, but they, they don't. just don't care. They don't. They don't care. They but, they they care. but then they care when you win. They care when you succeed. Once your business becomes a million dollar business, they care yeah. because then it's oh, I was there in the beginning. Yeah, but they don't buy the t-shirts. But and, but this is what I'm talking about as far as the lip service goes. So here's the thing. So people talk about they complain about a lot of stuff. People complain about issues at hand. People complain about certain business not doing because I got a problem with FedEx. I think FedEx should be shut down. <laughs> so but people complain about. So I'm all for local delivery services. Mm-hmm. And if you ain't doing what's right, I think you should be shut down too. Right. I hate FedEx with a passion. That sounds like a campaign platform. I right? think it this is. is a whole. This should be a whole episode on its own. Yes, I, I, FedEx hate, I hate FedEx. I hate FedEx. I hate FedEx. I hate Allstate. Allstate need to be shut down too. I don't care about the workers can go work at some. They go work at Progressive. They go to Affleck. Yeah, yeah, Affleck. They can go wherever. <laughs> I hate Allstate. I hate Progressive. I mean, uh, who is uh, Phoenix? Phoenix. Yeah, you know, Progressive, them too. They're they're no good either. Yeah, Allstate did me dirty. Yeah, but, Progressive did me dirty. Geico did me dirty, but they're doing their job. Just how they should be, right. right? If you're happy with your insurance, they're not doing their job. You, and I say that because they're not paying for anything. We complain. <laughs> we complain about all these people not doing what's right. I don't care if it's a corporation. I don't care if it's politicians. I don't care if it's policies. I don't care if it's your HOA. We complain about all these things, but when you have people that starting a business and something that you mm-hmm. like that's running for office, you would think running for goddamn office that you would get some support because it affects the whole family. Exactly. And then and then somebody say they're starting a community organizing group that can help out your, your neighborhood so you can branch away from the HOA, but they'll come in and make sure services are taken mm-hmm. care of. They'll do all those things for you. Can't get no support. No support. Whatsoever. But they'll talk about it all day long. Oh, yeah. And they'll complain and they'll scream off the ceiling roof, oh, this is pissing me off. Mm-hmm. Look what these people over here doing they out here storming the Capitol and blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And then you get people. So the only way that you can get, so we get back to policy and politicians, the only way you can get the change that you're really looking for mm-hmm. is you have to put more, and I hate to say it, progressive people in office. Right. And I hate, and I say I hate to say that is because it shouldn't be a title behind it. Mm-hmm. Which is why I was telling somebody, I think it was uh, Chase Steele when I was talking to the Atlanta Young Democrats. Mm-hmm. And I was like... <clears throat> The, the things that people believe that should believe in should not have a title behind them. Everybody should have access to health care. Right. Everybody should have access to being safe and secure. It, it should be equal rights. That nobody should be discriminated against. Those should not have a title of being a progressive. Those should just be natural human rights. You know what? And what pisses me off Excuse me, Reverend. That's okay. It's okay. Go for it. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. Maybe it was colorful before you got it. It was a rainbow. It was a rainbow. But you know, um, so my background is in human rights, Mm -hmm. international human rights law, Mm -hmm. and I'm also a human rights consultant. Mm -hmm. I've never gotten a job as a human rights consultant. I don't know if it exists, but either way. Um, But the thing is, is that Healthcare is a human right. That's that's yeah. that's from Amnesty International, yeah. right? You think so? And when the Democrats came out, so when I was running for office, I actually had my lit healthcare is a human right because I came straight from Amnesty. Wait one second. I didn't know you ran for office. Where yeah, I I ran as a write-in because no one stepped up and it was past the deadline. So did not know okay, that. Proof yes, of point, and I broke every record in the state and several others. Good golly, Miss Molly. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue. I apologize. But and I hate that story. But um. They, uh, anyway, so I had on my lit, healthcare is a human right, you know, and it just said, um, in, <clears throat> excuse me, but then I see like three weeks later, it's the DPG convention, healthcare is a human right is on their, their platform and they mm-hmm. reveal their platform because mm-hmm. no one knows it before then. And I've got my lit there to, cause I was supposed to bring it to show it to, uh, one of the field assembly and Beck Evans actually. And. I was like, but they don't believe in mm-hmm. that. Like, health, 
it doesn't have coverage gaps. Human rights don't have coverage gaps. Right. So what are you talking about? You you don't want everyone to have health care, but it's human rights. So wait, who's the human who isn't? Like this is correct. Right. It's flawed messaging. It is. Right. But see, it's ridiculous. It's not exactly what we were talking about earlier. The Democratic Party, which a party that we are all happy to be a part of. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, two out of three, we're happy to be a part of. We just think they're full of of, of well, I love enough to be critical. Right. That's and I think you should. True love of your party, you should be able to call them out on their BS. You know, I, I gotta say, honestly, like, I don't have, I don't think any of us have any obligation to be thrilled with them at this moment. We don't, no, and which I'm, is why a lot of people yeah. are calling them out on their BS. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is that as Dem- the Democratic Party is terrible with messaging. The messaging is absolutely terrible. And let's just say my opinion, why it is terrible. Because you have people who truly don't give a damn coming up with the messaging. You have people who... I mean, have, you know, we already said it's intentional. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it is intentional. Right. Yeah. I, I'll say that. I, I don't... It, well, I ain't always use control, but I don't, I don't care. It, it is very much so intentional. It's to keep powers in place that's in place right now. Exactly. And people continue to fall for the okie doke. Especially when you have so many Democrats who say we're against, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical industry, and then they have stocks and whatnot in the pharmaceutical industry. In industry, and it's just like, so are you? Really- oh, I come and beat down your door to talk about voting rights, and I put my whole campaign staking on voting rights, and I'm telling you, we, I want you to get all your senators in there about voting rights. Right. I want you to get this president in so we can have all the, we can have all three houses on voting rights, mm-hmm. and then they come. In and voting rights get thrown out. It's thrown out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pissed off. And much like I said before we went on air, it's not voter suppression, it's voter nullification. We yes. need to start learning how to use the right terminologies because we're running on stop even voting, stop even voting, stop even voting, and then come back. Damn, I'm starting to sound like Barrington. Please, if I ever get that bad, you tell me. I don't like striking people, but I might. I'll flash some wood in your face. Right, like, no, bro, don't say that. Don't, don't. He, he's rubbing off on me. But you, we're, they're running on voter suppression, voter suppression. We come out, we vote in numbers never seen before. Now you sound like 45. And then two years later, voter suppression, voter suppression, voter suppression. It's just annoying. Well, it's like somebody, the, the person that told me, you can't shame people into donating to your campaign. I'm like, bro. That's what the party the does. The whole platform, that's what it's it's nothing but shame. flyers behind me, that's what the platform is. They're going to take your health care away. They're going to take your health care away. It's like, and I'm not shaming you, because when I was speaking about it, I was speaking on candidates. So when I talk about people, I'm not a narcissist. I, don't, I mean, I got a campaign. But I always say at the end of the day, even if my campaign don't go the way I want to do, I'm going to be an engineer. I'm going to have my family You're going to still do you. I'm going to still do what I got to do. I'm still going to be posting content. I'm going to still be on this radio show. Mm-hmm. I care about everybody as a whole. Maybe exactly. that's my downside. Maybe that's my weakness, my kryptonite. I care about... So when I'm speaking on anything, I'm speaking about people in general. People mm-hmm. I think should actually be in office to help you in your problems. To help you when you're complaining about housing reform and affordable housing. Mm-hmm. There is a hearing, <laughs> a committee coming up. Oh my God. And I, it's like, I want to, I, I'm, I actually signed up to sit on this call, but I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off behind it. Because when things become popular, that's when we want to talk about it. Right. 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 Oh, that's yeah. when we want to we talk about it. Mm-hmm. We have had a housing issue for a long time, since the recession. Correct. Since the recession, especially here in this state, especially with the county I come out of. Right. They pushed so many people out of the downtown Decatur because of the housing market was a, a bust, but Decatur was booming was because boom. they was manipulating things exactly. around the real estate around the market, push all the black folks out and, mm-hmm. the, you know, and, the, and the poor white people too, push everybody out that couldn't afford to live there. Right. But now all of a sudden, because the housing market is booming again mm-hmm. and the rent is going up. So in, in, we're in an inflation period. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw that. We're in an inflation period. We are. So everything is going up, but earnings are still going down. Thank you. So why is it now it's a it's a hot thing that we want to have a committee on it? We want to talk about how we can make more affordable housing. I said, we haven't had affordable housing for a long time. Like, how long y'all need to talk about it? Right. And the thing is, okay, and you remember, I know you know exactly what I'm going to say. Remember when I was talking, like, privileged politics is me with me is when you are able to worry about the tree canopy, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're not, you don't have to worry about you know what? And that's that's the thing. And Antonio and I, we were at a push race. This was in DeKalb, mm-hmm. Decatur. And you know what I'm talking about when we're both just like, like, all right, this is a pretty, you know, weird vibe, weird right. vibe. Um, but it was like they were I, talking. Are we gonna say it? 
I'm gonna say I ain't gonna say the person's name. Mm-hmm. So we're at an event downtown to care. Gotcha. Like she said. Oh, you can't say anybody's name. Yeah, yeah. We, we just happened to meet each other there. Okay. Because I got invited out, but I still want to hear this this person's platform. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the housing crisis. And this was a candidate. This was a candidate. Okay. And they were talking about all the people that got pushed out of the city of Decatur, which is mm-hmm. the black folks. Mm-hmm. They got pushed out of the city of Decatur. How many black people were there? One, and it was Antonio. Red was the only one there. Wait a minute. I was standing across the room. I don't even think, even though I've, I've come from this place, I don't think that I qualify to be speaking on it topic because... I mean, I got a decent enough job I can afford housing. To stay in your homes. The people that should have been there that they were talking Lord. to are the ones. They're on their hour and a half commute yes. right now. They can't be there. That's why they ain't there. They're on the hour and a half commute down in damn Peachtree Corners. Where, not Peachtree Corners. Where is it? Peachtree City. City. Because they got to go all the way down there to do temp work before they can finally get a full-time job. Because they already got pushed out. And that one was there. And like the whole time I'm there, because I'm from South Burnett. And so I just moved mm-hmm. in back because... The whole had somehow anyway, right. and so I'm trying to get involved like they're decab, Democrats, whatever. And I'm from South Gwinnett. I am mm-hmm. not used to being in a room full of a bunch of white people. Talk. I was like immediately because it feels if there aren't there some if people are missing at the table. This isn't a full discussion. This isn't a discussion. This isn't, mm-hmm. this isn't a discussion to me. There's something wrong there. So it's really uncomfortable. And I see Antonio, and we look at each other, and I know we're just saying the same thing. Like, what is this? And they're talking about the tree canopy for longer than they talked about this. And I'm like, <laughs> you know where we always sent our um, on our statewide campaign where we always sent our clean energy mm-hmm. signs? One place to cater. Mm-hmm. Because that's the one place where the number one issue would be clean energy because their livelihoods don't depend on the factory that's poisoning them. Mm-hmm. They don't have food deserts. They have broadband. Mm-hmm. They everything there. So that's where all those signs always go. And they got decent plumbing and sewage there. Yeah. They don't have to worry about they don't have to worry about lead pipes. They don't have to worry about all the the issues. They all unmasked. And how great the person is that's in charge over there and all the money that he got coming in, but he didn't invest anything in South Georgia. It all went towards the city of Decatur, which is already affluent anyway. Let me just And this you. is why I say you have people that's running that's knowledgeable that comes from those areas that can speak and tell that you. That can tell that. you what the problem is. And But they want you to work a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. And the unfortunate thing, especially when you look at situations where we already are behind the eight ball, where mm-hmm. we already have to work 10 times harder. Mm-hmm. So now I have to work 10 times harder, now 20 times, because now I've got to supersede what you've already told me that I'm already not reaching mm-hmm. the goalpost at. It's a problem. And, you know, just as you all were just talking about, you're at a place where we're discussing housing with people who are not affected by the housing situation. Mm. That's the same way. They probably bought the houses. Bought the houses, exactly. If you can live in, and I mean, it's a it's a fair enough discussion. Right. Yeah, it's a fair enough discussion. It's a fair discussion. But have the people that are affected there. If you can afford to to live there, Mm -hmm. then the argument is not with you. Correct. I understand you feeling sympathy or empathy for the people that are not there. Like, but say least, that, though, really, like, uh, you know, like, you're going to come here and sit here and act like, oh, we really care about affordable housing, we really need this? Great. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you use your leverage, mm-hmm. privilege, mm-hmm. and position in life to make that happen? Actually make a change. It, but, but that's just like whenever you go down south, and you know from being down, from down south, we talk about poverty and then all the people who are not being impoverished are the ones talking about poverty. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who, for example, we talk about food deserts and mm-hmm. things like that, which is one of, one of which was one of my posts today. We're talking about food deserts. Nobody's talking about my hometown only has one freaking grocery store and one dollar general. Where's your hometown? Hawkinsville, Georgia in Pulaski County. I've been to Pulaski County many times. Child, I'm because sorry. Because I, I know. Oh, God. You know, and like Liberty County. Ooh, you child. go into where? You go to all these places that are mm-hmm. complete uh it's liberty like right next to, what's right next to liberty uh telfair telfair yes so telfair see i like Look i spent a ton of time down there and love it because it's not for the reasons that like oh they're food is i just love it but there's there, a lot of problems that there are a lot of problems fix. that can be fixed and it is the people there are just absolutely incredible organizers, incredible organizers. There's so much potential. And I know this, I know this because I worked on a campaign that invested in it. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, there were 
people coming from like Belgium to do documentaries mm -hmm. about when we started, they there was nothing happening there. But these food deserts, they also exist in a place with a factory, a chemical plant, mm -hmm. but it employs everybody. So you can't go down there and talk about clean energy because you have to know how how much of the town is employed by this factory. Mm -hmm. Then you get into the real estate, the slicing of the land, how you can't buy it because mm -hmm. of the way it's cut. Because mm -hmm. you, the lots aren't made, exactly. and that comes from that's mm -hmm. come from the back in the days of slavery when they would do this purposely, mm -hmm. and now the to owners ensure that they land. didn't own that land. Exactly. And if you go down in Hawkinsville, if you go in one of Robbins, there is a minority of people that actually own their homes because of the policies that Emily is referring to, and. We see these problems. Mm -hmm. We tell people are these are the problems. Mm -hmm. But then we still don't get the support to fix the problems. People mm -hmm. expect it's less service. It's, it's heartbreaking. And that's why I get I get frustrated with it. And I you know, that's why I, say, I get in football time because I'm I'm vocal about my feelings. But I already you know where I'm coming from. It's my lot to you in your face. Right. But everybody has lip service. It's a ton of lip service. Mm -hmm. And people complain about like you say, you don't even get the support to come along with hell, even where I'm at. Right. In Loganville. You ain't got to go but two miles away, and the closest grocery store you're going to find is 20 miles away from the house that's in the mm -hmm. middle of, of Loganville and Walton County. Way out in the sticks. Yeah. But you got a Dollar General. Mm -hmm. Of course. And, you know, people will say bad things about Dollar General. Of course they're predatory. Of course they have problematic mm -hmm. policies. Of course. But guess what? If you remove those from the neighborhoods they're in, where are the folks going to get anything? Let me tell you, there's and so many people that is their grocery store. And that's why it's a system that feeds itself. Yeah, but that's the problem, though. Mm -hmm. It is. The I problem. mean, because you have the the board that, that is the problem that they limit how many things well mm -hmm. supposed supposed to, well, how many businesses operate within a certain distance, the type of business that show up. Mm -hmm. But you're not encouraging other businesses to show up there. And then you have a situation where a lot of hometowns, like my own, that don't have mayors. Mm -hmm. All they have is their board of commissioners. They don't have city council representatives. They are a lot of gatekeeping. Yes, a lot. There's a of lot of gatekeeping. There's a definite atmosphere of, um, even though you might see fair representation identity-wise, mm -hmm. you don't see the, you don't see that translating mm -hmm. with policy. There is still a mentality that is. Is very much instilled. Would you say that's correct? Would you say that's correct or no? Would you say that's correct? Most definitely. The only thing that I would say, I wouldn't even call it fair representation. Um, I mean, is, just as far as like identity, like we're talking well, about even, the color of not skin. Even, not we're even talking that. about the most basic. Yeah, most basic. But take for example, Hawkinsville. For example, there's only one black commissioner. Great guy, phenomenal guy, Mr. Mm -hmm. James. Awesome guy. Love him. Loving the devil. What's his name? James. James oh. Colson. Great guy. Phenomenal guy. He's the only one. He's there, the only. Right? Yeah, he's the only uh, commissioner that's black. And dying where and all that. That's where it's more. That's where it's very. And so my thing though is is that well you have a situation where he's now in his late seventies, early eighties, I believe, who has been in this position for a very long time, who has done everything he can to ensure that, hey, I'm speaking up for the community, mm -hmm. but what happens when he decides I'm ready to retire? Where is the next person who is groomed to say, hey, let me step on in this oh, position? Are we cultivating leadership exactly. behind Exactly. And, and we that's don't. what must be done, and that has to be done all over. And because we're selfish. Huh? Exactly. We're selfish. We get in these seats, we stay in Why these seats. Why would I groom somebody and take over my seat? Because they might get ambitious and decide they want to they're get there early. Faster. Exactly. You know what? And we're not, and I'm not, and for the record, that part is not about Mr. Colson, but uh, but a lot of these federal federal uh, seat holders and local seat holders who do not get out of these seats simply because why would I groom you? You might try to come come early. Mm -hmm. You might try to hit it 10 years too fast. Wait a minute. Rather than them saying, okay, come on in. Now let me see what I can do next. What's then the next step man, for me? Yeah, the ones that come in there and they want to raise their pay. Exactly. I'm like, I can't say, you can't say, First of all, you can't survive off of 15000 a year. You cannot. And the average person is not getting involved into a local seat because they don't make enough. They don't because have it's a small designed business. for wealthy white men. Exactly. That's Who why. Who already so have, have money. money. Mm -hmm. And they're they just don't looking need for the that influence. 15 grand. Yeah. They already got those. Here's a, here's a crazy thing. Here's a just a crazy thing, a crazy article I was reading, and I would love to hear you guys' feedback. So, obviously, we all know the, pay, the salary for U.S. representatives. Mm-hmm. 
do you know there's a a conversation going around about inflation? Now we're we're not focusing on inflation on the the, the everyday people's lives, mm-hmm. but because of inflation, the House of Representatives and the Senators are discussing maybe we should raise our pays. Now we're talking about inflation and mm-hmm. how inflation is affecting people, mm-hmm. but we're not saying let's fix to help the people who are making less than 30000 a year. Mm-hmm. We're talking about helping these people who almost make almost 200000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, the cesspool of you ignorance that we're in. proper health care. Yes, you the still, best health care. You still get a pension. All the time. All these companies. Four, four terms, down. that's it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to you worry. You ain't got to trip the valet, man. <laughs> you don't. You, you know? don't got to pay it. Everything is. Office space is free. Yeah. Travel yeah. down there free. Because everybody wants a favor. So it's like they're going to do favors for Every Life is great. And you know, I, this is really interesting that I didn't realize. Did you hear about this bill that Ossoff surprisingly is trying to come through with? <laughs> that will probably never go anywhere. Because he's looking for a Republican co- co-sponsor, but the Democrats are dirty as heck about this, right? right. Well, Nancy Pelosi already told y'all. Yeah. This is a free market? Yeah, right. Right. She already let y'all know. She already, but, but I gotta say, like, I wasn't expecting it from him. I was not. Those are re-election policies. Let me do something to get my people. I don't want to wait till the last minute. Let me do it now and present it. I know it's not gonna get passed. Nobody's gonna pay attention to it because well, that I, was the issue I, with the seat I, I he was stop. running for. Mm-hmm. The seat that he was running for was directly tied to that whole Kelly Loeffler and making money. Off the stock market when COVID hit and having insider information. Well, can I also take it a step deeper, too? Another thing that I believe Senator Ossoff is doing, which, hey, I have no problem with it. So Eric Medina said the average age of Democrat leadership in the late, he's in the late 70s. Yeah. You know, I posted that the other day. All of our leaders. And now they're they're talking about Hillary Clinton coming back. But the point that I'm trying to make with Senator Ossoff is another reason why I think he's doing it, why he's looking for Republican support, not only to be bipartisan, but he's trying to be independent of Senator Warnock. Mm-hmm. He's he genuinely searching for his own independence. Mm-hmm. But, bro, that's not the way to do it. You know, I read it. It's interesting. So if y'all want to, if you, Bump Reality TV, if you want to uh, be entertained, go to the comment section of some of these people's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, pages. The go comment to the section. comment section. Oh, please page. Anybody. Anybody. That's, that's, that's awesome. Anybody. Yeah, I said he made that post and he's talking about he's trying to get pushed through and people are like, oh, I'm going to vote for you. You should run for president. I'm going to vote for you. I'm looking like, really? But I, you know what I like about it? I don't think there's not a chance in heck it's going to go through. Never. So you know what I like about it? I don't care what his intentions are. I, I could care less. But the fact that it's bringing it up and being talked about and the Democrats don't want it talked about. I like that. I like any time that anything is brought up that makes that's somebody wrong yeah. that makes people uncomfortable. I don't care what his motivations are. I mean, and I know I've known John for a long time, but it's and I I've always thought of him very, you know, right down the middle, not you know, not inspired. Does he know what it means to struggle? Do what? Does he know what it means to struggle? No, no, no. He, I he does not. And um, with conversations, you know, he's always a. Uh, uh, he's receptive to the conversation. He mm-hmm. won't change his mind, but he won't BS you. He, but he will think about it. He will consider it. That's he will the beauty move. of playing a game. He will move, but you can't always say. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying. So you know. if he does, I I mean I wasn't a huge fan of him, but I'm telling you reality. It's like you can't have it both ways. No matter what they say, they're wrong. Because if I, if you would have turned around and said, oh yeah, you know I think I'm going to support that, you'd be like, yeah, he's just saying that he's full of it. But if he says no, man, I just don't feel like that, but I'll consider it. He's not playing the game. No, I mean, that's a valid bill. Well, you got to respect it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is a valid it's bill. It's a valid bill that we know, living in the world of reality, is not going to go anywhere. Oh, I was it, just thinking about marijuana legalization. That was the conversation that was about, not this bill. That's what you yeah, were talking yeah. about. Technically, it could. I mean, because we, we, we both, we control. No, right? no, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear mm-hmm. me. Just, just hear me out. Mm-hmm. If Senator, I mean, but you got Manchin. You got Stella off and say, if Senator Manchin, yeah. who... <sighs> makes a decent amount of money off of his investment portfolio. The Speaker of the House, who we love, we respect the Speaker of the House, who makes a significant... Hey, I like the Speaker of the House. I like her because she gets things done. I respect that. What? What is she... she passes the bills that she wants to get passed. How about that? Yeah. She knows how to whip. Right. She knows how to whip support for what she deems yeah. important. I she knows that. how to frame the media so that it looks like 
the progressives are the problem when actually it's I our agree with ideas. Well, no, no, let's see, and I won't even say, I, I actually say it's the progressive and the centrist that are the problem. I say it's the whole, the democratic, as a, as a whole. Why is the progressive the problem, though? Okay, so I can tell you. Okay. I was very, very, very disheartened with the way that we, one, went into the Biden administration. Mm -hmm. I was disheartened about the way that we took care of Build Back Better. I was disheartened about the way that we dealt with infrastructure. How wait, 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 that went down, though? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what's the, what you said, the progressive, what's the, what the, the progressive do? do? No, listen, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that they didn't put up a noble fight. I think that's great. Put up the fight. It's good to ensure that your voice is heard and it's good to make sure that everybody who does vote for you knows mm -hmm. that, hey, I'm fighting for what I said I was going to come in here and do. Mm -hmm. I just don't think that the execution was the best way to go about well, it. Yeah, because definitely. I just, to me, the infighting that was clearly shown was unnecessary. And I think it didn't, it broke more people apart than bringing the no, base but together. It, but it should, right? No, 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 no. And let me let me say why I, why I say no. It should not because at the end of the day, you have got to stand in solidarity. We can have different... I disagree with that. That is completely... Hold no, on, hear me out. Solidarity no, should no, 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 let's, stick let's finish. the deal, though. Hear me out. Yeah. Yes, no, you are correct. If you tell me... You are, made a deal. You are correct. You made a yeah. deal, mm -hmm. and then you reneged on it. So that's why I say it's both parties, mm -hmm. both sides that are the problem. No, it's not no, both sides. No, it's the party who reneged on the deal. Correct. If I negotiated a contract with you... Correct. You and then breach in violation of their contract. I am the problem. So why? But here's but here's but here's but here's where my issue with say your side of the your side of it is. Okay. If you, in the midst of us doing the negotiations and in the midst of us working this deal out, uh -huh. are constantly battering and belligerent me. I'm not saying that I am not wrong. I reneged on the contract. Mm -hmm. I deserve to be held accountable for reneging mm -hmm. on that contract. I'm not taking that away. Yeah, you're going to get all the bad Google reviews. I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes. you know, I deserve mm -hmm. to be, you know, come into my Twitter and troll me. Mm -hmm. I deserve that. But I just think on the other side of the table, we there should not have been the clear separation of, of both. It's, hey, we can have this debate without going too far into the cesspool of ignorance. But okay, so here's going here going back. They're You're right. They, they and I'm not taking the, I'm not taking that apart. I'm not taking that away from them. But if they, they if, and then when you go back on it and you know what? The reason is because the the bill that that they didn't want to, that that uh you know there were certain holdouts locally mm -hmm. um was because this mostly went to large corporations, Correct. tax cuts for large corporations. Correct. That's what was helping. Yeah, it replaced some, uh, some you know, minor, some, some minor things. But, Correct. But then when it comes time, well, I want them to put up a fight. And I think it was genius, the fact that they ran ads, the Progressive Caucus ran ads mm -hmm. in the home districts of I, those who were and you are it. correct. They were smart, strategic, and they had a deal, I, and they held them to it. I am not disagreeing with and you. And they were looking out for the people. I am not disagreeing with you. I love that they actually did put up the fight. I'm mm -hmm. not disagreeing with you. They used diplomacy the first. The, the, the issue is, just like you said, where they used diplomacy first. They did. The diplomacy, you can get your message across without it completely being I'm going to just imagine. I can't, with honesty, or I can't go back to my people and try to sell them something on something I can't necessarily agree with. Now, see, and, and see, this is the issue that I have with that. When your people are ranked number not 48... No, I'm not, talking about him. I'm not talking about him specifically. But just... I'm just saying I'm going to use what he said. It, okay. No, no, he's he's an ignorant fool, and he needs to be gone. Absolutely. Correct. Yes, he needs But to the be. likelihood of a Democrat taking that seat this side. I don't care about a Democrat. Or just someone else. I'm just a Republican. A, a decent, well-sensed yes. Republican. I want people, even in Marjorie Taylor Greene's, uh, guys, I said I won't say her name is going to show, but even in her district, I don't care about a Democrat winning up in there. I ain't nothing against Marcus Flowers, all the people that, <laughs> that's running. Shout out to Dave. Yeah, ain't no, ain't no beef against none of y'all that's yeah. running. Realistically, though, mm -hmm. it's a Republican district. It is. That does not mean that it's not flippable. Yes. But if you as of right up. now. Right. But I'm okay, I'm okay with the doctor that ran against her last time. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with him running against her and knocking her out. Because so, he genuinely cared about his people. But this is my thing, and this is the issue that I have with us as a whole. Well, not with us, I'm sorry. With the Republican Party. 
people have conflated Republicanism and conservatism. The, this brand of the Republican Party is 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 hellish. This is this is yeah, the, the Grand Q Party. This is not, and I hate to use this term. This is not the party of Reagan. I was just about this to say that. This is not the party head. of Lincoln. We're so indoctrinated. You know? I was about to be like, it's not exactly. Party. Like at the end of the day, this is a you know, and and let's not let's be totally honest here. Reagan, who you know, was dirty in his own right in the Republican Party, dirty in their own right, but they did it in a polished look. These people are just out in the streets acting foolish. I like that though. You like the you know be dirty, but at least be clean with it. No, 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 no. I want you, you to be know what? I, I want to see what I want to see who you are. But I, I rather see. But here's the sad part about it: you got people that like that foolishness and that's mobilizing and fundraising. But that's who they are. Ignorance. That's who they. You. I come from the old corporate America where they did stuff behind closed doors, mm-hmm. and you don't know what kind of sheets they was having over their head behind closed that doors. True. So when they came out, and then you're trying to have upward mobility, and you're trying to work. They sabotaging you behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. At least now I can respect you because, like I said, I mean, yeah, me being honest, at least I know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I can call you racist because you're acting like a freaking racist. And, and Antonio, we did, he was on the couch yeah. when we were talking about this, which I should say is podcast. So yes, it's not the real on the couch. couch. But I was talking about this couch, very okay. topic, <laughs> very topic, right? Yes. So. No, I'm not trying to give me no dog in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, but yeah, it's I don't I mean I want people to be honest. If you that's who, if that's who you are and you don't like minorities, you don't like black people, you don't like the LGBTQ people, you don't like Jews, you don't like Asians. I mean, be you. Just so I know where you're coming from, as opposed to hiding it. But see, I guess maybe and maybe this is the the pastor in me. Maybe this is the historian in me. Mm-hmm. I when we look back from a historical standpoint and see this time in history. What I don't know if you want to use the church in your argument, but go ahead. I'm just saying, what can you write? But, it feels like it would be a but what yeah. can we say when we look back over our lives? We stop when we look back, mm-hmm. you know, 40, 50, 60 years from now, or mm-hmm. 100 years from now. Mm-hmm. What can we say about this time? Can we say that this was the, the pinnacle of? Of, of American excellence? Can we say that no, this was the pinnacle? No. I, to me, this is one of the lowest points that we've been in. Uh, you know, this is... I, I, and we control I, everything. We won't do to get rid of the filibuster. We control everything. Mm-hmm. We, but we still out here selling lip service. We still out here selling snake oil. People you're right. To get them to show up and continue to put me in place, donate towards my campaign, you're support right. my businesses, go out here and do all this other stuff, buy in the streets, march in the streets, march for what's and going on. And we're not pretending anymore. No, nah, it's, it's just... Open. It's just like blatant. It's like, and that's why I get frustrated because when you bring that home, then you get the people go back to our initial part of this conversation. When you get the people here, that should be rallying behind legitimate people because what they are saying. Oh, we can't get people to show up and vote. We can't get decent people to run for office. But when you get these people run for office. You won't give it no support. It never have to be monetary. And even these packs. Yeah, I was on a call with a pack. And I told the guy, I said, I'm not even worried about the money because I had already went to the FEC reports and saw what they gave other people. I said, I just want for me to be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, I need some advice. Will you guys be there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got you. We got you. We got you. We'll be here. We'll always make ourselves available. It's been damn near four or five months. I ain't heard nothing back from you. service. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It ain't heartbreaking. I'm just, I, I mean, I, I will say I am getting, no, I'm getting, is. you're disappointed. Yeah, I am. And I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting frustrated because it's almost to the point where I'm trying my hardest not to revert back to my old, to the young Antonio when yes. I used to, to snap on people. Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> you guys stay polished now. We do got to stay polished. I don't know. I don't, I don't even, that doesn't even matter to me no more because I'm like, Everybody's gonna have their opinion about you. We gotta start winding out. Mm-hmm. But everybody's gonna have their opinion about you. So matter no matter what you do, no matter what look you portray, no matter how you act, if they don't deem you good enough or worthy enough, you'll still never get to the goal you're trying to get to. You're right. And no matter how hard you work, you could be an activist on the street. Mm-hmm. You could be turned off. Devin, I forget Devin's last name. The city of Atlanta. Devin. He was running for a commission to see. Devin. Devin. He represents. Devin. Martin. Uh, Devin. Martin. Uh, Devin. Brown skin with the glasses. Yeah, part of LBGTQ. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. This I've known this man for a, now. I don't personally personally know him, but I know he's been and we know you know of him. Yes, you know what he does. Yes, work. And, yes, he's been working his behind off, marching in the streets, getting all these groups together, talking about LGBTQ rights, uh, mm-hmm. I, people being disenfranchised. Couldn't get no support. My man ran for office. He almost won, but he still couldn't get the support that he should have. Who are you running against? 
I can't even think of the person's name. Because they, they, they weren't even that important to me. What did, uh, uh, was it the Kingsman? No. No, not in the Who was it? Who was it? No, um, so it was, oh, it was a local race, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, Barrington ran against Nakima. That's right. You know, y'all are wrong though. He ran against John Lewis, but yes. didn't get the opportunity to run against Nakima. No, he did so run against Nakima. Now, because it's uh, six fifty-five. But, but all of y'all tuning in, I'm doing something different today. Uh, we're gonna continue this conversation on Twitch later on tonight. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Twitch.tv. I think it's Escaping the Matrix with the E taken out of it. Mm-hmm. Darius is gonna be on it. Emily, you welcome to come on since I know you a vampire. Uh, you welcome to come if you want to come on. So it's open, but we're gonna continue this conversation. We're gonna continue all conversations, talk about whatever comes to our mind. I might play some games. I don't know. It all depends. We just might. I might have a drink and just get lit. That'll be even funner. Talking, <laughs> talking about this, so we gotta wind down now, so our next people can come in. But uh, I'm gonna start with the rev and then go across the room. Hey, I'm, thoughts, man. I'm just happy to be here. You know, let's 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 show that we actually care about the people. And I think as long as we keep doing what we're doing, we're gonna get there. Butlerforgeorgia.com. Let me just drop that. Yeah, go ahead and please drop it. Butlerforgeorgia.com. Make sure y'all drop a donation as well. Will do. Will do. <laughs> um, my positive thought is that uh, we can get discouraged a lot, but there are always people who have shown us that it can be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Daniel, now EPA, mm-hmm. and he had $30,000. Not a single person supported him inside the party. Not a single one. Sure did. It came from Legwork. It was just me and him the whole time until the runoff. Yep. No one gave a crap during the runoff. Nope. But now they do because guess what? They got to sit in a room with him and listen to him. Mm-hmm. So, and you know what? And that is a testament. I talked to him today and that's a testament. Just remember, like, y'all here because we're supposed to be here to do good. Mm-hmm. So let's just do good. That's right. Um... I don't know what my positive thought is. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm normally I have one off the top of my head. I'm just gonna say, be you. Mm-hmm. Don't ever change who you are. Don't try to fit in with the in crowd just because the in crowd is telling you what needs to be done. Can stay true, like like Emily. I will say when we do the owner couch, say stay true to who you are and never change it up for anybody. Because at the end of the day. No matter what you do, you got to come back and look at yourself in the mirror. Thank you all for tuning in again. This is Keeping It Real Politically on ATLTalks.com on iHeartRadio. You can catch me at AntonioHicksForCongress.com and all my podcasts and shows on PTGTV.online. Thank you all again. Be safe. Love you guys.